This is the Ask a Photographer podcast, answering your photography-related questions about general photography, workflow, editing, business, and marketing. To submit a question, go to beblino.com forward slash ask. Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm from beblino.com. Today's question comes from Ian, and Ian's asking, any ideas on what I can do to challenge myself in my photography? Hey Ian, thanks for your question. And this is actually a really, really good question for anyone, especially for anyone that's photographed for a while. You know, we we photograph our type of photography or genre of photography for, well, all the time basically. And, and I guess we can kind of get a little bit stagnant. So this is why I find this um, question really, really good because we should be challenging ourselves every now and again. And that's that's how we can grow as photographers. So just a few things to think about, Ian. And the first one would be to... Um, Try a different genre, okay? So, you know, if we're, you know, photographing street photography, well, then uh, do something completely different like landscape photography. That's so far removed from from uh, from that type of uh, photography that, um, you know, you you, sh- you will learn something, uh, especially how light falls on objects. You know, maybe try architectural photography or even um, if you're always outdoors photographing, get inside and do something like, uh, you know, still life or uh, product photography or real estate photography, you know, something, you know, completely different. So that's one thing you can try. Another thing would be to limit your equipment. You know, you, you get, uh, well, you hear a lot of people walking, uh, using walk around lens, like a, a 50 mil and a camera body and that's it. And, um, you know, they're, they're using their feet to zoom in. And I think that's a, a really, really good thing. You don't, um, you don't need to purchase other uh, equipment. If you've got a zoom, that's perfectly fine. Um, just set it on one focal rank, uh, length and just don't touch it. And just you know use your um, you know use your feet to zoom, and that would be a very similar thing. Um, other thing would be maybe uh, limiting your shutter speed or limiting your um, ISO. You know that's a couple of things you you, you can try there. Another thing would be. You know, put yourself in less than favorable conditions. So if you're always photographing in a very well-lit environment, you know, put yourself in, in, a, in a condition where, you know, it makes you think about where you're going to put your subject or how you're going to illuminate the, um, the area. You know, are you going to get some, uh, uh, some flashes that you can potentially bounce off the walls to illuminate your subject or are you going to have, you know, put them closer to, say, a window or something, you know, something a little bit different. Um, another thing would be to try a, a project. Now, you would have heard people doing 365-day projects. Um, these are good, but I, I just think that a whole year is a really, really long time, and um, you've got to be really dedicated to do that. So I think starting off something slow, like uh, maybe a day, um, go go to the city, you know, catch a bus, train, ferry, whatever it is to, to get you there. So once you're there, spend the whole day, you know, start from the beginning of the day to the end and, and photograph something that's of interest it could be maybe standing on a corner and just um, photographing people walk by and just seeing what you get you know Um, that's another thing could be maybe bringing attention to a an organization and maybe um, do a day in a life or a week in a life or a month in life you know that type of thing so um, you build up a a series of photos that you can document how it could be an organization that helps people and, you know, you can present the photos to them later and maybe make a book, you know, something like that. That's, uh, I think that's a really good way of, of challenging yourself and uh, thinking a little bit out of the box. 
The other thing would be to uh, recreate old photographs. You know, we always look at these photographs from uh, from some of the greats, and you think to yourself, you know, well, how how did they how did they light that photo? You know, why did they put their subject there? And, and you know, if you know, if we were to do the same thing, but make maybe make a little change to it, you know, how will that change the photo? Would it be better? Would it be worse? You know, that's a good way of challenging yourself. Now, the other way of um, challenging yourself would be to shoot in black and white. Uh, most modern cameras, uh, digital cameras these days, you can set um, your camera to black and white. Now, if you set it to JPEG, it's going to embed the black and white into the JPEGs. Um, so, you know, you can, of course, maybe set it to RAW. And then on the back of the screen, you'll see black and white, um, your black and white images. And you can, you know, what I like about black and white is there's the contrast between light and dark. And you can you know, really focus on a sub subject by using the contrast between light and dark and just seeing how that plays off um, the type of photography that you photograph. If you do, of course, want to have black and white photos and also the color version, shoot JPEG and RAW, and that way you'll have both. So you'll have the JPEGs, which are black and white, and then the RAW if, if you happen to want to make it into a color photo. And just lastly, um, is limiting the amount of photos that you're photographing. So, you know, you, you would have heard people um, you know, go, go and buy a film camera so they can limit their exposures to 24 or 36. You can do a similar thing with a digital camera by getting a smaller memory card. You know, if you photograph for a while, you would have had some memory cards that could be in a drawer. And, you know, set it to the highest uh, well, the biggest file size that your camera does, so a raw format in large. And, you know, you probably only would get maybe 20, 30 or even 50 photos you know limit yourself that way also another way um, while you're doing that you could potentially put maybe a poster note on the back or just you know black it out with some tape um, so you don't see the uh, the screen and that way you can you know really hone in on your exposure the way you expose and compose a photo and just see the results you get later and just um, actually just lastly to, to bring it all together there's no reason why you can't incorporate all these different things into one or even uh, do a couple of them at the same time. So, for instance, if you're doing a project and uh, shooting only in black and white, or maybe only limiting your your um, your photos that you're, you're taking, um, you know, the same thing applies with the others. You know, if you're doing a different type of genre, uh, maybe um, you know, putting yourself in very less than favourable um, conditions and, and try to you know challenge yourself that way and see you know how well do you really know your camera. So, yeah, thanks, thanks, Ian. That's a top question. Actually, I really like that one. So. Um, I hope that helps, and um, I'd really like to hear what uh, uh, what you come away with that. If you have a question that you'd like featured on the show, go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question. I'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to iTunes or Stitcher and giving me a review and a rating. And don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get out and take more photos. Oh, look, it's a cat in front of a sunset.